This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Or if you're going to provide salt lick for deer, provide them limes to suck. Provide them tequila to <laughs> drink. Those Come on. Deers deer want to get turnt too. <laughs> yeah. They deserve get your it. deer turnt. Life is hard for a deer. I, life is hard for a deer. They need to party. <laughs> And they need mm-hmm. to party in like a, a, a tropical south of the border style. Give a deer mm-hmm. a Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put a lime in it. Put a lime. In uh, yeah, it. <laughs> we're we're like we're not PETA. We're PETA adjacent because we mm. you know it's it's ostensibly animal rights. We are completely wrong about how they work, like mm. PETA is. But uh, we're animal we rights them... to party on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Animal rights mm-hmm. to party. Mm-hmm. Give an octopus again DNA. I feel like you don't want to be on MDMA if you are the sort of creature that can like squeeze its body through like a hole the size of a quarter. That can't go. Oh man, I've got so many hands. (laughs) We got eight of them. All right, all right. I think we can. I think we can start. Oh, I I know what it is. Spoilers. We haven't started recording. Oh, well, the spoiler bot. Tiny little spoiler. <laughs> I know what Jonathan <laughs> is. Oh yeah, that's gonna go great. Well, I know that's what. gonna go. Just great. take that whole Allie, I'm sorry, but please so lift sorry and remove James. <laughs> Allie, Allie, please. It's still part of a cold open. You bleep it out, and now it sounds like Tyler is talking about some weird stuff. <laughs> and spoiler bot comes in there and says some very sassy things about sassy and sassy. as spoiler bot is wont to do. <laughs> So this is your cold open. Boy, oh boy, the audience must be riveted. I bet they're so glad they didn't skip right to the beginning of the episode. Speaking of limes, where's my tequila? What? No party for spoiler bot? That's just rude. Whatever, man. Let's get on with it. As our story continues, we see clouds. Sapia tones stretch far across a wall. They are designs. These clouds are done in thick, blocky, pen-and-ink styles with a clear artistic touch. We can see them circle the room. Beneath them, there is a precipitating display of different sailors' tattoos. There is a skyport here, and it does attract a particular type of clientele. These tattoos are not just displayed in blacks and whites, but many colors. This port being a port that refines pigments, it is quite popular to come here and pick up colors that you can find nowhere else on Sphere. The office itself is more sanitary, more bare than you would expect to find in a parlor. The art on the walls is the only art in this place. Everything else about it feels too lit, feels too sanitized, feels too lacking of personality to truly be a tattoo establishment. There are, of course, anatomical drawings and models everywhere. There is a small, low-legged table covered in what appear to be brightly colored magazines. Highlights for youngsters. Uh, 
and but wait, wait, I established some magazines for this setting. Uh, Griffin Beat, a yes. Griffin uh, Beat that mm, is mm. at least eight months out of date. Uh, Griffin Fancy as well. <laughs> there is a waiting room here, though many of the chairs are empty. Uh, and what staff can be seen in front of the bright white medical looking curtains are dressed professionally despite the fact that they do have skin showing bearing many different colorful designs on arms chests and necks when the door opens it opens with a ring as travelers from the outside step into this establishment for the first time and find themselves amongst the inky clouds Who's up first? Who enters first? A very imposing shadow backlit by the daylight outside uh, is what fills the frame. Almost entirely the the door frame. And as we kind of step through, we see uh, the silhouette of a large man, the iconic tricorn hat of uh, any legendary corsair worth their salt. A their, The silhouette of their head obscured by uh, thick and numerous locks and uh, the heavy footfalls of uh, well-worn boots of an Arana. Uh, for this is Captain Oromar Vale, captain of the Uhuru Skyship. Now, Nathan, I have a question for you about Oromar in this situation. We do know that right now Oromar's enemies believe that he is dead, mm. or at least he has been missing for a year. We're now at a point in Sphere where it would be advantageous to keep a low profile. Mm. So has Oromar disguised himself in any way? How How is he dressed? We know he's kept his large tricorn hat, mm-hmm. um, but is there anything else different about his look? Okay. I think we get that silhouette, the silhouette of Oromar Vale that we know. And then as he steps through into the interior light of the building, we realize that what he's wearing is different. Instead of the the silhouette of his face being taken up by the locks, it's actually been done up and tied in fabric. And what is Ooh. actually obscuring the shape of his face is a large fluffy collar on a coat. We are very far south in Sphere, and even though it is no longer icy, it is probably still quite cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, I like that. The imposing boots are not the uh, well-worn, rounded leather of survivalist shoes, but instead a more elegant, wooden-soled boot with a higher heel, a fashion boot instead. Uh, still leaves a very imposing clack, considering the man's weight but would look more respectable at a dining establishment, possibly a brunch. Ooh, I like this already. Oromar steps inside. And how... how, Yeah, I guess um, looking up from the desk, uh, there is a person in bright white clothing uh, that shines like extremely bracingly Hmm. in the light overhead being in an establishment that does some degree of metaphysician meta yeah metamedicine metaphysical work still metaphysical yeah i guess (laughs) metaphysical practice Mm -hmm. yeah metaphysical practice um there's always a quality to the light in these places it brightens things too much Hmm in a way that feels ill and and sickly. It is quite an adjustment to blink your way coming out from the bright sunset into a room that is equally bright, but the wrong sort of bright and has that ambient buzz in the air that we would associate in our world with fluorescent lights. She looks up from her desk and goes, do you have an appointment? The man looks down at the receptionist um, and in the harsh light, of this space uh, it is very clear that he is wearing makeup um i don't know if anybody is listening is familiar with the art of contouring one's face to change your face shape uh but it is genuinely witchcraft if you can do it right um <laughs> uh he's shaved his beard uh his cheekbones are higher and further back his nose is slimmer uh but in this light it's obviously fake 
you know the, the, oh, wow. it, it's if you've if you've ever been in like a a, a cheap like clothing changing room with the kind of lights that just makes you look terrible uh, <laughs> uh changing the lighting can 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 really kind of highlight when you've kind of tried to re-sculpt so no hiding here mm. um though changing the beard might might be enough mm. like the fact that that you shaved yeah. is huge do you still have your mustache i think He's getting into the mindset of what he has to do in the future, uh, what mm-hmm. machinations he has in mind. It's a pencil mustache. Wow, <laughs> the curl is gone. Mm. We are in a new era. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we're also settling into the voice, I suppose. So, I'm afraid I don't have an appointment, uh, but I do... Uh, taking a look around the room, see that you are currently not dealing with any customers. I can pay reasonable coin for an emergency procedure should that be required. Oh, no, we we take walk-ins. I just need to mark it down on our charts if we had an appointment. I'll need you to fill out these forms. And she just passes over like a clipboard full of paperwork (laughs) Mm -hmm. to fill out. It is... A lot of questions that are repetitive. They ask about a lot of symptoms mm-hmm. uh, and things that you're, you would, would come in for. More information than you would ever need to possibly give for, well, just about anything mm. uh, they are asking for here. As uh, Oromar is starting to kind of like look this over, probably letting other people fill into the room, uh, I assume that you have a discretionary measures what with this being a metaphysician establishment we're hippo compliant marvelous there are also also a lot of questions here about skin yes skin is our business yes but there's a lot about like since i suppose you asking about sensitivity is is uh, quite obvious actually any kind of like waves off that being a silly question and uh, goes Well, to- I'm sure you'll fill it out on your forms, but you must be from out of town. Yes, I, I am indeed. And he uh, wanders over to the, the, the table with the, the griffin beat and kind of like uh, sits down and starts to fill it in. So we can see, having followed this man into uh, uh, this office, were two others. Uh, who's going to describe themselves next? I think there is a as as the captain sits down and opens up Griffin Beat, we see a body pass in front of the camera, and we start to pan over, and we sort of pan up to see reveal a a a young man, kind of in. Looser fitting, longer clothing, like a long sleeve shirt um, that is a bit thicker to account for the 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 weather, but still, it's just like an oversized sweater on him, and he is. Vi- is this is like a like a knit like because we did just come from an area that had a lot oh. of wool. Is this yeah. like a thick wool yeah, cable yeah, knit sweater? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah love it. Mm-hmm. Um. And so he's looking about um, like the walls and uh, I feel like there are kind of like, you know, pieces of art and like, well, does this still match up with like the sterile environment that there would be displays on the wall? Yeah. Well, yeah. I did establish oh. like there are art displays yeah, yeah, yeah. on the wall. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. so the he's kind of like very wide eyed, like huge grin on on his face this is a a young young black man who is has hair that is kind of like drawn back into a like a high ponytail where and like underneath underneath that he has a bandana that he's tied around his uh forehead this is Jonic Kessler 16 year old star watcher he is very much like if you look on his face, his eyes are very wide. His eyebrows are like a little bit like like leaning like up. It's like one of those things where this you're watching someone 
decide that they're going to do something that they're excited mm-hmm. for, <laughs> but also that they've never done before. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, and so he's like, kind of like looking at all the art, maybe running his fingers across like some like framed pieces and, uh, maybe looks to the, <laughs> the person behind the counter and it's just, uh, so, uh, can, is there like a age limit for for something like this? There is. You do have to be seventeen. That's amazing because I I am. I just turned seventeen. <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised. Uh, would you be surprised to hear that I hear that a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that's that's a, it's it's a it's something that I was I was told that I could finally do it on my birthday and so we are uh, a month out of my birthday and i'm past due you know so uh, i'll take i'll take one of these forms um and well before before that uh john we... john it has reached out for the forms to <laughs> that yeah she, pl- <laughs> yeah, she, pulls she places like a delicate yeah. but firm hand on those <laughs> <Yeah>. forms <laughs> we do have a test can you put your hand on this crystal john it puts his hand on the crystal now before we get to the crystal i do have A couple of questions just to say my own curiosity about Jonnet's look right now. Oh, yes. Recently, we, Jonnet had a 16th birthday. Yes. Then went through uh, a magical forest situation that aged his body up to 17, you know, over the matter of days Mm -hmm. because he lost a year in the Forest Queen's Forest. Mm -hmm. My first question is, did Jonnet keep the length in his hair? Um... Because your hair grew very, very quickly over the course of a couple of days. So this ponytail, how far back is it going? Or has he trimmed it to his more usual length? Or is he still experimenting with that longer hair? I think he's experimenting with the longer hair. And he's also like, he is, the the, the ponytail is like, it's like, it's loose hair that has been bunched up at the end. He's scrunchied. Um, scrunchied it up tight and then the remaining hair that is there um, he's self braided uh, okay. and so it's not the cleanest sure but it it does kind of like touch down to like you know th- the nape of the neck which is a considerable amount of hair like you know if it were to be out he's shaved like the extra he still has like He's redefined his undercut, but he does not know yet what to do with like the length on top that he normally keeps. And he's got he I think like I think we may have been toying around with this before, but like the he's got a little bit more facial hair. It's nothing to write Mm. home about. But I think, you know, if we were in if we were seeing him in like, you know, fully animated there would be like you know six pieces uh like six lines on his lips and then like a couple like like on his chin um (laughs) and his sideburns kind of like he's trying to make them connect Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that that is that that's our that's our guy (laughs) great great uh well john it places his hand on the crystal and the crystal starts to flicker and then glow. And like the person behind the desk like looks at it and goes, huh. Is it, well, that's unusual. It's uh, I'm, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> that's it's what happens. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the reaction that we normally get. People don't really see it or like you think about it, but nay, that's me. So... What is being indicated to me is that biologically you are 17, but mentally you are 16. <laughs> that, does that make sense? Is there a reason that maybe it might say that? <laughs> and then Jada, Jada is like full on like hand on chest, like mouth agape. It's like, and what? What do people say when you say that to them normally? <laughs> How do other people uh, respond? I'm going to be honest, sir. We don't normally say that to people. That That isn't a normal reading to come through. 
Uh, just so for, uh, then I've got two <laughs> two follow up things. We are going to on the disclosures section of the forms you fill out. If you are cursed in any way, you do have to tell us if you are under any curses uh, before we do anything. The second is, do you have a parent or guardian with you? Because I am going to need them to sign off uh, again. We can provide services for you. Your body is 17, but your mind, you can't, you're not capable of making this decision. Uh, in in the just... background, uh, Oromar kind of puts a hand up while still filling in the rest of the form. The Guardian would be me, in fact. Oh, you are together. Yes. Um, are, are, you, are you here to, to stay or are you working here or are you just passing through? Oh, um, I, I think it would be um, a, a delightful breath of fresh air uh, for us to spend a little bit of time here. We were um, in, in colder <laughs> so climes. funny. I, I do think I'm funny, yes. Uh, Oromar <laughs> entirely um, deciding to roll with the fact that he apparently successfully told a joke. Um, <laughs> I am funny. <laughs> I, I do consider myself a bit of a, a master of witticisms from time to time, it's true. Uh, but yes, uh, Jonet Kessler is uh, uh, under under my care. Well, as long as you can fill out the forms, uh, then uh, we, we, we should be all set. We, we'll, we'll, we'll just need uh, your guardian to sign for you or your dad. Is this uh, is this dad? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then John it John it turns <laughs> John it turns to the captain and then like jumps on the balls of his feet and like like kind of just jumps up runs over oh papa please please <laughs> sign my form please papa please please and uh, in in like sotto voice says uh, Oromar is like yes yes of course of course um in Justin kind of like John it's ear Douglas would be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, last to approach the the desk here. Through the door, clanging, sort of in a rush. I think everyone sort of walked ahead of them and they're catching <laughs> up a little bit. Needing to bend down to come in is an extremely tall seven-foot figure. This person is um, dressed in a long kind of utility kilt that is uh, uh that i think they picked up at the the last pit stop that we did that is meant to both hold some stuff but also give a little bit of freedom of movement because they've they're dressing pretty femme right now on that is uh they're wearing a pretty regular shirt and around their neck there as they unwind to show their face is a enormous blanket scarf that they use sort of as a multi-purpose uh, piece of fabric just as a shawl for you know all those cozy girl vibes uh, and to mm -hmm. <laughs> the as we unwind the scarf they reveal their face the face of uh gable gable is too uh, secret to the viewer they are an angel they are covered in uh, like the scars of some tattoos but have faded over time they've never really been able to keep one sticking around except for on one shoulder is the markings of a gold and black sword that also looks feather like and their hair is towards shoulder length at this point it is going black and gold at the temples with a little silver in between it uh as it's been growing out they haven't cut it at all but and so mm -hmm. they just want to get it longer but it is long enough now that they they're trying out being a hairband person and it is not working out <laughs> so most of the time you get the hair out of their face they're just going with them dumping their head in water and going for a very wet look which is <laughs> it was a gable walking around the ship like a professional wrestler yeah, just, <laughs> just looking always ready for a scrap unable no one can grasp onto them at any given point but this was a huge <laughs> mistake they thought it was a lot warmer than it was so they're coming in very cold and uh, <laughs> oh, and as they walk in, they sort of wrap themselves up and said, I think this <sighs> Are we... So you're done? Can we go? Uh, my dear, I did say that you need to be dressing for the weather when we're traveling here. I... I... This place is so red. 
it thought it was warm and it turns out it's not. And I didn't mm, look. Well, it's, that's on me. That's my fault. That's a mistake that a lot of visitors make. You shouldn't be embarrassed. A lot of people see red and they assume warm <laughs> and it, it's not really here. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm like a dog that I only see a certain color and it reads a certain way. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not stupid. Okay. Not stupid and not a dog. I'm not stupid. That's important. It's important for us to know. Uh, That's on the form. <laughs> uh, Gable's all grumpy. Yeah, if you are a transformed animal in any way, you do have to disclose well, it. That's not we good. We don't have to really worry about any of that. But uh, a fun fact for you, my dear. Um, I have the understanding that this particular shade of red is actually quite special. It's a copyrighted color, didn't you know? Yes, that shade is only available for uh, members of the Red Feather Syndicate. If you are an employee of the syndicate and you have the paperwork to prove it, you are eligible to get a tattoo with that shade of Red Feather Crimson. But uh, if not, then we have many other hues available. So are are you Red Feathers? Privateers, perhaps? <laughs> or... I've always, I've always aspired to that kind of life, you know, the, the living the high life. Many do. Many do. How pained is the smile on this receptionist when they say that? Huh. Impossible to read. Uh -huh. You cannot tell if she is being pleasant or unpleasant to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like any medical staff, uh, it exists somewhere in there, uh, but it is unreadable to the human eye. Such is the wonder of a metaphysician. It's it's funny how in this conversation we are both making outwardly pleasant but ultimately unreadable expressions at each other. <laughs> <laughs> in a who will blink first. There are first so many layers of artifice of, that mm -hmm. sit between you. Sparring. <laughs> But, you know, um, it's, it's always nice to know about uh, what's going on in the world. I, I consider myself somebody very interested in current affairs. Uh, but, 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 but my, but my dear, um, <laughs> do sit gesturing to Gable, but kind of intentionally not really using their name. Um, do, do, do sit and are you also deciding on getting a tattoo, a souvenir? Gable humps down next to, uh, Jonnet and the captain like and these chairs are too small yeah. for you <laughs> no i'm not gonna get anything very well uh, what are you getting This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No, I'm not going to get anything. Very well. Uh, what are you getting? Uh, me? Well, uh, I am a bit of a, a, a nostalgic gentleman, you know. There was a look I once had that might be worth reclaiming. And there's a meaningful look at you. Uh, and you know, uh, I, I think you, you uh, very, very immediately after we escaped the, the forest, Queen's Forest, and we took a moment to kind of take stock of ourselves. Mm. Uh, you, f 
first re-encountered the captain after that moment, uh, realizing that his chest tattoo had gone missing. Oh, yeah. And the uh, extreme distress that he was in of having uh, lost something that was uh, so um, symbolic of his previous history wiped clean, you know, after no longer being dead, which is rare for a person to go through. Yeah. Oromar is like a man in his you know mid 50s mm-hmm. to maybe early 60s i mean we we know mid 50s mm-hmm. but right now apart from his salt and pepper hair he could easily be mistaken for somebody in his 30s or or maybe even late 20s as there is not a line on his face there is not a scar on his body he was recently reborn completely into a new version of his body the only indications of his age are really his hair Mm. Mm. and most people would be pleased by that fact to have having regained lost youth but there are many machinations behind this man and uh, in some ways it was a bit of an unusual setback but First things first, before we can get back to plotting and planning and future goals, we need to reclaim a little bit of ourselves from the past. And that means uh, redoing the chest tattoo he once had. Uh, Gable recognizes what the captain is saying uh, and sort of whispers, that sounds like a 10 hour session. Did you bring snacks? Did you, uh, do, you, do you want like a numbing cream? You don't need to do it all in one day, too. You could do two days, three days be easier on you uh i think in almost uh, a, a petulant moody teen energy kind of takes oromar for a fraction of a second i don't think i need any numbing gel at this point <laughs> just to feel something truly <laughs> uh G- gable just like that that made Gable like really sad. <laughs> so they just sort of uh-huh. turn to John and like, so what are you getting? <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of wanted that. So he he kind of delivers this to uh to the group in kind of a at a more hushed tone, so mm-hmm. as not to uh, alert the the person behind the desk. But I kind of really wanted it. I wanted that. Now, red feather red, you know, but I don't know. I I was thinking about getting a gust of wind underneath the collarbone. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, and that's what you and want. Then, you know, if I need to cover it up, then I can cover it up. Yeah, it's your first time placement is just for you, and then you start moving outward on the limb. Yeah, you have to factor in those employabilities. Some places <laughs> will not hire you if you have a visible tattoo. How how could you possibly go and integrate yourself with Red Feather Ship as part of your uh, internship if you had a visible tattoo, my child? <laughs> and oh, you're so uh, you're so smart, Papa. We won't tell. We won't tell our partner about this. <laughs> She'll throw an absolute fit. <laughs> I. Whatever is happening right now, I am angry <laughs> and pissy, and those are two separate things. <laughs> Whatever is happening, I want this to stop right now. There's a gr- there's a a group of two guffaw. <laughs> okay, well, whatever is happening here, I'm gonna meet you back on the ship. Uh, do you do septums? You do a little boop boop, little right here, my right round. Oh yes, yes, we do. You will have to fill out the form. Uh, I don't. I've gotten lots. I don't need to. I'm fine. Things. It's good. <laughs> G- oh, Gable oh. passes because they have to fill out a form. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, uh, it, it, it's however you you want to do it. As that is said, we ha- see the curtains in the back, though the white medical curtains move to the side. And we see, gosh, do we want, we see a woman step through. Uh, This is a black woman who is in 
I'm I'm going to say like her 60s. She's mm. older, but she stands like tall and straight. She's clearly someone who used to be a lot more athletic when she was younger. Um, but like, you know how old people like kind of shrink into themselves. Mm-hmm. So she's like clearly had like this long past, but has settled into work that is uh, less intense. Um, she is wearing a a white medical jacket uh, that is a staple of a metaphysician. Mm-hmm. She has uh, the metaphysician's like headband with like reflective lamp mm-hmm. and a stethoscope uh, around her uh, neck. But she also has lots of tattoos. Um, and these tattoos are gorgeous lines um, that, you know, I think it's art that like we might in our world called tribal, but it is like in no way recognizable as tribal art. Mm-hmm. Um, like it is very thin lines that almost like contour her face and limbs and the ink is gold. We've oh. established that like there cool. are these gold and silver tattoo inks on sphere. Mm. So she just has all of these thin, thin lines that like run down her jaw and her neck. And she's also got lines on her hands, which sort of dance together in these beautiful, thin, intricate patterns all over her that like shine and reflect in the light. And she says like very brightly, like she smiles. She has impeccably like straight and and aligned bright teeth uh, that seem to like light up the room with her smile. She goes, welcome, welcome everyone to my shop. I am ready to take the first one of you back and get started. So who is going to be first? Marvelous. I mean, I was, uh, I'm so glad to have uh, another deep skinned tattoo artist here. There are so many white people that say tattooing dark skin is difficult. (laughs) We are going to take good care of you here. Good, good care of you here. Marvelous. You have my word. Um, My child, since you are so enthusiastic, I have something, um, simple done. Uh, Why don't you go first? I have a feeling that might, might take a while. Oh, Dad, Pa, Father, I don't... No, no, no need to worry. We have more than one person on staff. Uh, oh. if, if your tattoo is going to take longer, we might take you. Okay, <laughs> John, John it launches into, oh, Dad, Pa, Father, dearest. <laughs> and then here's that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, I'll take somebody. Yeah, I suppose it's, it's going to be age before beauty then. Oromar says, <laughs> getting up. <laughs> And the moment, like, he steps up and steps away and is behind that curtain and this kind of has a degree of, is it just him and her at that point? Like, yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll lead you back. She's, like, you know, smiling. And you can see as she is smiling, there is tattoo work on her teeth themselves. Part of the reason that her smile is so bright is there are silver lines that are etched into the enamel on her teeth. Um, cool. Yeah. It's a very cool look mm. that is completely impossible in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but like, yeah, she is like joking and whatnot and, and brings you back into a room. There are these like little wooden hinged flags on each room she like flips one up and opens the door for you inside she goes first things first i need you to step on the scale uh and she lays out some butcher paper Mm -hmm. over a chair um uh i think that when generally they are out of earshot of other people i was like oh my goodness i'm so sorry oh my I see we have someone who is ready to come out of his shell. Well, you know how it is. You have to go and keep up public appearances, especially in places where you are maybe maybe unfamiliar. Don't worry here. You have doctor-patient confidentiality. Oh, so I should hope. Uh, and Oromar goes through the process of getting ready for examination without complaint or fuss. Um, uh, obviously she starts taking your vitals. She's getting that blood pressure. She's getting, uh, your heart rate and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, as she is like, you know, talking to you, like, I have to say when I saw you, when I first saw you, I went, now there is an interesting man. There is a man who has led an interesting life. You have the strength 
of someone who works very hard, but I have to be honest, I see no sign of work on you. Uh, what can I say? Black don't crack. <laughs> I won't <laughs> laugh like that again. It's fine. Um, <laughs> mm, yes, but it does callous. It does time. crease. Uh, yes. Uh, shall shall we just say that I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth and keep it at that? I need to know if you're cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose some people would call him a curse, yes. Um, no, I'm not cursed. Uh, ah, say no more. If it's a him, I understand. Uh, <laughs> and she, like, steps back and goes to grab some instruments. Now, what are we going to do for you today, Mr... And she looks at uh, the forms uh, mm -hmm. that, that you've written down. What is the pseudonym that Oromar is going to use? Man, I am so dumb and did not spend time in advance to go and think because uh, hey we're gonna have to be lying for a while and uh, i should probably come up with a cool uh alternate name and did not spend the time to uh so we are a julian 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 loblest loblest all right just french enough to be <laughs> obnoxiously posh mm -hmm. um you, you can call me Julian, it's fine. Uh, there is no soup to make you call me Julian, but I hope you uh, would have the discretionary to do so. I would sell it to you if you wanted, but not everything is necessary. That might be considered, actually, uh, Oromar says quite seriously. Um, but for now, uh, I am here for, ta for a tattoo appointment. Eating the soup and getting a tattoo, they are similar commitments, so... We will put that on the table, but we can examine it later. Hmm. Tell me what I'm doing for you today. I am no uh, illuminator or illustrator, but I did uh, do a rough sketch of what I have in mind, and I trust you and your artistry to turn it into something truly great. And uh, we get a piece of paper that is delicately but not well sketched with the tattoo that Oromar once had a, a human heart over where his heart would be. Previously, it was a vine-like chain broken in three places. Now it is a spine-like chain uh, broken in three places uh, as an additional reminder of what he once was. Oh, Mr. Julian, I can see it in the lines. There is a story behind this <laughs> i've always been a an enthusiast of uh stories that other people are excited to tell but uh sometimes you need to leave a story and a good initial impression as she is talking to you she has like there's this canvas next to her with a, this thin fabric that's that's stretched out and she starts like using various sized brushes and inks that are ne next to her she is like sketching out a outline of this pattern as she talks to you and her hands and, and fingers move so much quicker than you feel a human being should be able to move. It's not quite like a printer line by line, but like the the movements that she is making are just faster than than like a person could possibly be, and they fall on that canvas so delicately. Um, uh, the the ink does not bleed or stretch. Um, and the uh, canvas itself does not bounce. It is being touched with the perfect amount of uh, pressure to transfer the pigments without uh, causing any kind of disruption. And she does all of this as she chats with you casually. Mm -hmm. We are going to be here for quite some time together. So if there is a story to tell and you would not mind sharing it, it would make the process easier. Well, there was uh, an interesting story I once heard uh, <laughs> about a um, a griffin running festival in a city quite far away from here. Apparently, this year was very interesting, although I can't claim to uh, verify the truth of any of it. 
but it does make for an interesting tale to kill the time. Mr. Julian, I will take any story from you. If it is a story to kill the time, that is fine too. Mm -hmm. But I am not just an artist. I am a metaphysician. And a tattoo for me can be a bit of treatment. If this heart weighs heavy upon yours, there are things that can be sorted through while we fill in the lines. Well, if you'll allow me to be vulnerable for a moment. Mr. Julian, I would love that very much. I think Oromar does something that we've now seen him do, even as a uh, a fully reborn person a couple of times now. The divorce of you know, the synchronicity of his soul from his body. Um, and the body keeps talking, but the metaphysician, fully aware of how the soul operates, uh, feels, you know, the impression that the lights are on, but nobody's home. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at you, Mr. Julian. And she, like, leans into you. She'll take out, like, uh, some gold frame glasses, one of them having affixed to it, like, one of those, like, lensing devices that, that doctors use to, to look close to you. Mm-hmm. And she'll actually, like, pull out a, another implement that, like, shines a light in your eye, and she'll look in both eyes and the look mm-hmm. in your ears. I have never met anyone who could do that that's good flexibility especially at your age it uh it helps in long board meetings you understand i i could be led to understand yes yes uh she smiles big again the silver reflects over you and there's something about the the brightness of her face the brightness of her smile mm. it does put you at ease in a way. And mm-hmm. there could be a guarded part of Oromar that is like, this is someone with magical power uh, who might be using that power to try and put me at ease, but mm-hmm. I'll leave that up to you. It's just the instinct is yeah. to start to relax. Because this leaves this leaves things at a very interesting state of play here. Because, you know, um, while in the first instance when we were refueling oromar specifically came to the space as himself fully aware that uh, uh, a degree of subterfuge is going to be increasingly necessary to keep our presence low i don't think oromar knows the finer details of uh, where we currently are sorrows end but uh, knows enough from his previous history of being a member of the red feathers what the red feathers red is and who can have it and so even without the larger truths of this location knows that being able to see so much of it in one place means something that red feathers if not are presently here visit here frequently and therefore subterfuge is now necessary here however with you know uh patient confidentiality uh there is a degree to which the facade can be politely set aside in ways where both of us know what we have to be about here. I'll remind you, Mr. Julian, my office is hippo-compliant. If I were to take secrets that you have entrusted to me and give them out to the world, the hippo spirit would come for me Mm. in the night. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And uh, what a bloody <laughs> what a bloody instance that would be. But uh, I have uh, some practice to maintain more than anything else. Uh, I'm sure the level of artifice is maybe unnecessary, but it is a uh, a good way for me to keep character. I will spare you the accent, though. I do not wish to hold your secrets. What I wish is. When I make this mark upon you, Mm -hmm. the story that it is connected to you, I wish you to be left with some amount of peace. Of course. And that does mean, if you are willing to share, when I place this heart upon yours, if you tell me 
the tale behind it. And you can change the names, mm. you can change the facts, however you wish. But if you tell me the truth of that story behind the details, the real truth, mm -hmm. I guarantee it will make a difference for you. Of course. In a similar fashion to that one story in Acheron, which I have heard tangentially, another interesting tale, maybe a piece of gossip. Have you ever heard of somebody who died and came back? I've heard legends, but I would love to hear a story. Of course. And... I think as it's like recounted and maybe as the tattoo starts, we see Oromar sit within himself. What we've previously described as like an, an empty mansion made of like a greenish blue wireframe, the, the threads of a soul and how they connect to the wider body. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was a, a mansion held up by a million spider threads. And I think as we see the tattoo needle uh, move across Oromar's chest, it almost catches like you would see a thread catch in a sewing machine and start to pull the ghostly spider threads of green-blue. We see that move with the needle as mm -hmm. it starts to tattoo the design into Oromar's chest. Yeah. And I, you know, have to be clear about about the needles used here. This is very much like the stick and the poke wooden style. Needle. Not yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, is why like you a, can physically see it move. Because obviously, if it was a, an automated one, it'd be moving far too quick for the eye to see. Um, uh, a story of a man who died and came back and uh, has been motivated by many things. Idealism, freedom, and uh, once, twice, a handful of times was motivated by love. She smiles again and sits and listens as Oromar speaks. As eventually she she wraps up like her, her design stretched out on the canvas and grabs at the ink and pulls it free from the canvas. It wispily sits in the air, resonating with uh, the green glow of Oromar's ghostly soul. It gently flutters down onto Oromar's chest where it sticks, and then she begins the work of tattooing, mm. using this, this delicate wooden needle to gently poke it in as though she is sewing this story to your flesh. Mm. And as she listens and hears, so do we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We once again return to the long line of applicants in front of the Skyship Uhuru, hoping to audition to join to be a part of its crew. We see one person come off the line, approach the table with headshots and resumes. This kid is like maybe 17 years old. His hair is like kind of greasy and down to his shoulders and like jet black like maybe died you can't you're not 100 certain mm -hmm. he's wearing a shirt that is like maybe a size and a half too big and he's got a lot of like chains 
on his Tremendous. big Excellent. cargo pants, like just mm-hmm. wallet chains, chains that are only attached to other chains. It's it's just accessory chains in the way that Kingdom Hearts characters wear too many belts. <laughs> <laughs> he drops his headshots onto the counter, and they are also you can tell his senior photos. Oh, oh wow! Uh, is, is there a senior headshots. quote with any of them? Yeah, uh, it says. Oh wait, hold on. Let me think of something really interesting. Great. And then that's <laughs> what they used. Didn't fix that. Oh, you you have a lot of different looks that you popped down and the quote didn't change. Did you not think of anything throughout the whole session? I mean, I thought of stuff. I like some of the quotes I dropped were like really awesome, but I guess they like the yearbook people like kind of screwed it up. Yeah. You yeah. kind of a, a bit of um an odd expression in all of those. Are you not one to enjoy being photographed? Because honestly, I'm not either. So I'd understand. But what do you mean? It's, it's <laughs> just you know you you have this weird. It's, it's like you're smelling like he, something. Or, you yeah, know. yeah. No, that's my smile. It's a normal smile. Well, agree to like, disagree on that. And your name is C E J C E J. So that's three letters. C E J. C E J. All right. Uh, All right. Excellent. Any, uh, is that uh, uh, abbreviation of something? Uh, yeah, just... I mean my my full name is Cody Ernst Jr., oh, which is yeah. also short for Codifer Ernst Jr. Wait, okay. what? <laughs> okay. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, uh, Codifer. I prefer Cej. Fair. I'm sure you do. What brings you to what? What, what you uh, you want to be an arena? You want to be up in the air with us? Yeah? Not really. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Who played yeah. hard to get? I like this. Hmm. I, I don't no really one's like. Ever said no right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess it sounds cool or whatever, but like, I I just mostly looking for like something to do that will take me away from my hometown for a little while. Oh. And Pretty someone common. recommended this, and they gave me a bunch of pamphlets and stuff, and I didn't read them. But I, I just, when you guys replied back, I was like, well, I guess I'll do this or whatever. Mm. Oh, you got to read the pamphlets. Uh, uh, the, the captain here designed them himself. Which one's oh, the yeah. captain? <laughs> John, it points to the to the tall tall man mm. with the 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 trifold hat. hat. <laughs> it's pretty much the big hat. You got to look out for the person who's got the biggest hat. Do we What's all get good? hats? It's a bit of a it's a tiering system, you know. You got to work your way up the ladder. We we do have uh, excellent like uh, hat escalation opportunities as you spend more time aboard the Uhuru. Uh, okay, you know, jo- so like seventy way percent to yeah. uh, the next hat. I've got nice. two points on my hat, and I can't wait to get my third. Okay, wait. So I start with like a one point hat. Yeah, yeah, it's a beanie. Yeah, beanie. The beanie isn't even a point. <laughs> That's just it's a rounded top. Yeah, you gotta work your way it's like up. You haven't even there. earned I mean, a point. Oh, you, get, you, you see, John, no it points? just has a headband. That's just the band of the hat, really. Oh yeah. Well, I keep my two point hat in uh, in in my in my bunk because it's so nice. <laughs> Your self-esteem issues are becoming pretty prominent to me. And it, would you say that that is kind of the case? You're a, a lost soul looking for, you know, direction, guidance, perhaps a counselor for guidance, that that sort of thing? I mean, I, I, feel? I have a therapist and it's a pair oh, of good. people who are married. That We're working me. through a lot of my stuff, actually. But I do have a lot of unique skills and experiences that I could bring to your um, little Gang. Excellent. Tell me more. Uh, yes, please. We'd love to know. Um. Well, I have died once. <laughs> you know what? Same. 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 <laughs> okay. That's Big huge kind of like firm handshake. <laughs> Isn't it wild that there is just nothing? I mean, you know, uh, it was kind of a whole like weird, uh, ghostly mansion I was in for a while. A lot of being chased by. Oh, uh, it was not like that for me. <laughs> I mean, you haven't lived. You haven't lived until you've been out uh, chased by the cutting stone, is what I'm telling you. You haven't um, lived until you died. <laughs> have you ever been eaten by a goonch? Because I have. What's a goonch? Goon? You don't have goonches here. What's a what's a goonch? Oh, I'm gonna you love it us. on this shit. I'm always getting eaten by goonch. That's a pretty frequent occurrence for you. That way, that's happened. the plural for goonch. It's just goonch. Yeah, it depends on what time period you're in. I, oh, by the way, I spent some time in uh, Constantinople, like the old one before. Oh, you mean it was, Istanbul? 
No, like back when it was Constantinople. <laughs> oh, okay. Brokered a peace between Byzantium and the Turks. So, oh, congratulations. So, a negotiator. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Right. My, my people skills, I would say, are like my top quality. Are you, are and you, are you smiling are you right now? Smiling with yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been smiling this whole time, and I pushed John it. Whoa! Hey! Whoa. Hey! 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 Whoa! Hey! Hey! There was a that had some kick to it. All yeah, right, you gotta respect that. Now mm -hmm. I have an idea of how to settle this. <laughs> it's only on the streets, on the downhill. Oh no! You want us to race? I immediately pull a, a folded up razor scooter out of my little backpack. <laughs> <laughs> John, it draws a knife. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> and I want one. What is it? <laughs> Wait, you guys are allowed to have weapons? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's actually yeah. people kind of all the time. Requirement. That's mm. awesome. I love weapons. I'm not I, we we only fight monsters with like our wits and I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. That sounds oh, like a bad way that. to fight a monster. I mean, Dude. a monster's going to be fighting you with teeth. And claws, magic, and dark magics. That's yeah. what I've been saying for like three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. Hey, all right. You know what? This guy, he says he he at least thinks of himself as some kind of negotiator. He's got a uh, he's got some some muscle to him, and he's trying to get his hands on a weapon. John it tosses him the knife. It just goes straight into the palm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. Um, well, it was our med well, we, we used to have a medic, uh, and we've kind yeah, of been taking quite a while to replace well, no, him. No, we, we just so. hired a new one. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. We did. Um, no, no it's, time. It's calming about. Uh, Gable takes a second knife to try and get the first knife out. Uh. Oh, is this really in there? I'm so sorry. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> it's, okay. I can see it from both sides. All right, hang on, kid. Oh, uh, this is uncomfortably familiar territory for me. <laughs> so I have to ask, is that better or worse than a gooch? Whatever that is. <laughs> uh, it's better. If this is the peak of the dangers, then I'm good. It actually... Uh, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say peak. It's a peak into the danger. I, I think I'm getting a little woozy. You, can oh, one of you blood. like rip oh, your yeah. shirt up and use it as a bandage or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, we're all pretty used to that. Immediately, like a display of just people elaborately tearing their, their <laughs> shirts off, oiled and muscled. Wow. The idea that help? they would use their own shirts instead of forcing me to use my own shirt is like, my <laughs> eyes are so big. Hey, your standards are lip so quivering. Low. How about this? I'm 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 down to to throw this guy a, a thumbs up. He he seems like he he's got a lot of spark in his eye, big dreams, and he's trying to get away from you know a bad environment that he doesn't want to be in. And I kind of identify with that. I've uh, always wanted to compete a little bit with those Audrin ships in terms of looking after plucky teens and that. So uh, yeah, it would yeah, be nice to have a child aboard the ship that's not classified as a prisoner. And yeah, wait, I should have asked this. I guess what? So you guys are like kid traffickers? Or well, no, 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 no we just, they're classified no. as prisoners for tax purposes. It's a whole thing. We <laughs> it's do like an in, we do it's like pick an internship up... thing in piracy. Basically, yeah. we train we, you to be a pirate, man. and then you we send do pick out up into the orphans port. To port and teach them a trade so that they don't starve to death on the streets. But for tax purposes, they are prisoners. And so if the IRS comes around, you have to tell them they're prisoners. I hate <laughs> to tell you, it, it doesn't matter what we say, yes or no, because, you know, he got hit during the interview. That's an immediate pass onto the ship if he wants it. It's like taking a base. Oh, I shouldn't have thrown that. Oh, you shouldn't throw a knife. <laughs> I shouldn't you shouldn't throw a knife. throw a knife in an interview. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey. All, All right. right. Put her there. That's a deal. Ow, 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 ow. We shake hands. The hand. ow, 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 yeah. ow, 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 The ow. knife in the hand. Yeah. Perfect yeah. scene. Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter over at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. 
Tyler is on strike alongside his fellow members of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. You can support Tyler and other striking artists by contributing to the Entertainment Community Fund, linked in our show notes. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at LizAnderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Captain Oromar Vale was played by Nathan Blades, who can be found on Twitter at PhantomArtsENT, or streaming at twitch.tv slash theneoncaster. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG, or on my podcast, one shot. The original music featured in this podcast was written, composed, and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find him over on Twitter at Arnie Parrott or on his website, ATP Tunes. This episode was edited by Allie Grauer, who can be found on Twitter at Dreams to Become or on her podcast, Skyjack's Courier's Call. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Lunarum. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and Illimat, produced by Together Studios. This show was made in part by using a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system, designed by Sam Stewart and a team of talented professionals. There are no kings. Take flight. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky